everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Brewcast. This is episode number 32. Um, sorry the episode came out a bit late this week. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I went out on Saturday night um, for Halloween. Dressed up as the guy from The Purge, that light up mask. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, was absolutely dying yesterday like i was in a bad way um you know just i just drank a bit too quickly um either that or now that i'm 30 the hangovers are just becoming fucking insane but uh, i hope it's not the case um but yeah so i am here again by myself uh, unfortunately couldn't get a guest on um one of the girls jess who was gonna try and get on couldn't do this weekend but i think she can do next weekend which is good um so pretty much just going to chat about, you know, I suppose the uh, different kind of current events that happened over the last week, um, starting obviously with Facebook um, announcing that they're changing, um, they're, they're kind of expanding their company and changing the name to Meta, um, which is going to be this kind of, kind of virtual reality um universe i guess you'd call it but it, it, it's becoming like every every few months or two like it just seems to be more and more obvious that black mirror is spot on with everything like you know just it just seems to be that the stuff that they're kind of pretending that might happen in the future is actually starting to happen now you know you have the social media episode people everyone's rating each other you have the episode where the guy has to work out and gets points and then you can use those points for certain things and you know this 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 thing with zuckerberg and his new virtual reality universe it's very strange man he seems like a very fucking strange person to be perfectly honest with you um you know he's just literally just, just downright a big nerd and that hasn't changed you know he's just this dorky guy who just um, obviously he's genius when it, when it comes to his social uh, media stuff, but it's just getting too weird now for me. It's getting too much into this realm of like, we need to like, you know, bring it back a bit. It's like a world that it's like, it's just too mental now. Um, you know, it, it, it's just strange. Every time I hear him talk and stuff, he, he just seems like such a strange person. Like, if there was anyone on this planet who someone said to me, a famous person you know is actually like an alien or isn't from this earth, I'd be like, yeah, it's fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Like, if anyone watched the press conference and stuff they did announcing Meta, it was like Mark Zuckerberg was standing in his house or somewhere maybe, and there was a bookshelf behind them, and they had a bottle of Sweet, sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce just on the shelf. And it's just like... <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, let's put a bottle of barbecue sauce on your shelf to make you look more like, I don't know, human or something. It was so bizarre. It's just, just so, so strange. Um, and to be perfectly honest now, even the stuff like with TikTok, having been on it, I watched some of the, of the TikToks, you know, on, on reels, on Instagram and stuff or it seems to be shorts again we seem to be doing this like revolution of short things come in like we have vines that was like you know, four seconds or four to six seconds and 
now we seem to have TikTok again, which is anywhere from like 10 to like 30 seconds. And I don't know, man, it's like as as humans, we seem to be our, I don't know, our, um, our like, attention and how long we can spend attention to, to, to like different things seems to be getting smaller and smaller, which for me is extremely worrying. Um, but anyway, um, another thing, I guess, um, is the whole uh, Dave Chappelle special. I don't know, again, if anyone has, has listened to it or watched it. It's on Netflix. Um, and Dave Chappelle has pretty famously been, um, you know, a comedian that goes pretty hard in the trans community in terms of his jokes. Um, personally, I watched it. Did he go hard in the paint? Yeah. Was it to the point that I think it was unjustified and unfair? No. I mean, they're jokes. Like, all people are getting offended. Yeah, that's the point of the joke. Like, it's meant to, like, you know, it's an it's an offensive joke. It's a funny joke. Like people who are taking that literally and saying it's hate speech. It's not hate speech. It's a joke. Like, you know, I, I'm all for people being themselves. You do whatever you want to do. However, surely equality, meaning like I can do whatever I want to do and I should have the rights to do that. Well, then surely if that's the case, then you should also have the right to get burned by a comedian and have the piss taken out of you like everyone does. He takes the piss out of white people, black people, Asian people, gays, straights, it doesn't matter. And for be for people to be like, oh, it's so unfair, he attacked trans people. He attacked white people for 20 minutes. He attacked black people for 20 minutes. He attacked Asians for like 10 minutes. Like, I don't understand, like, it's not like the special was just taking the piss out of trans people. Um, yeah, I, I just think in general, like comedians, and I, you know, I, I said this with uh, Griff um, on the last episode that, you know, it's just people need to calm down. You know, like jokes are jokes. If you don't like it, don't listen to the joke. Don't buy his tickets. Don't watch the special. But to, to go to his show or to watch his special and then get pissed off about a joke about a trans person or whatever, it's then don't go to a comedy. Like comedy isn't for you then. You know, there's a there's people who are a lot worse as well than than Dave Chappelle, a lot worse. So, you know, it's it just bothers me, man. Like, you know, it it just makes no sense to me that people are trying to cause Netflix to, um, you know, take it down. And thankfully, Netflix came out and said they're not going to do that. Thankfully, because I mean that would have just been the, the death of comedy then. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's people are, people are accepting of this bubble wrap snowflakes society. Um, and it just makes no sense to me. You know, we, like if you can't make fun of them, then you can't make fun of anyone. It doesn't matter what your age, race, sex, pressure, you know, it doesn't matter. If someone makes a joke, it's a joke simple as if you don't want to watch it then don't watch it and the thing is like people knew this was coming people knew that he had made some jokes about trans people and yet still went ahead watched it and then got offended by it i did <laughs> it's look you know 
Um, another thing I suppose I want to talk about um, is, I mean, you know, I think me and a few of my friends have been talking about, you know, crypto coins and NTFs and, uh, or sorry, NFTs, I should say. And um, it, it seems to be, you know, the, like to kind of try and get rich quickly through these coins, man, seems to be the new thing. Like, you know, buying Apple stock or Tesla stock and it goes up by like 10 or 15%, you know, that's huge. Like the Tesla stock went up 24% last week, which is unheard of for like a stock like that to go up that much. I bought Shiba coin in May and it's gone up like, I think it's gone up 600%, you know, and that's, that's mental. Like, you know, so I think you're going to see a lot, more people putting money into like very very risky low liquidity coins like crypto coins like shiva coins the, the coin that i got or you know you've all these new meme coins you have like doge long mars which is elon's um coin and it just see yeah i don't know it's like if the thing is though which is crazy is people are becoming absolute millionaires from this sort of stuff um you know like people who are getting in super super early and getting a hundred two hundred dollars down and then the stock is going up by like you know six or seven thousand percent and people are turning their hundred dollars into like nearly a million dollars it's 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 crazy one thing though i will say is nfts me and the lads are having a chat about there in our in, in our whatsapp group and connor mangan who's been on the show a lot um was talking that he bought a few nfts and I don't get NFTs. I really don't get it. It's basically the rights to a picture. Is it? Like, I, I I know it's a bit more complicated than just, like, I know it's not just a picture. But it's like, I've seen celebrities are buying their own NFTs. Like, Snoop Dogg paid $2 million for his NFT of himself. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. did the same. Jay-Z did the same. Are people fucking for real? Like, honestly, what the fuck are we, like, what kind of world are we living in that where people are basically paying, like, any sort of money for a JPEG picture? And again, I, I know there's probably more to it than that, and I, I'm not fully, you know, versed in what or how NFTs work. I know it's the terror stuff, like, like, the rights to that picture and all that stuff, but it's, like, just mental. And, you know, people are buying these pictures when they're, when they're released, for you know a hundred to two hundred dollars and then they're selling them for like five or six hundred like the next day and stuff i'm just like the fuck is going on it's i wish i knew more if i could make money from it but i don't know it just makes no sense to me whatsoever maybe if anyone's listening and can maybe in, you know tell me exactly how the nfts work that'd be great but i don't know i just don't get it i really don't um, i'd also love to know for people listening like how many of you have cryptocurrencies or nfts you know if you could so even drop me a message on instagram or whatever at underscore broadcast and just let me know i'd love to know how many of the how many followers actually have these coins or these these uh, nfts um another thing actually speaking about elon musk there is uh he came out um, pretty publicly on Twitter and called out the UN. And he said to them, they, they said that you can cure world hunger. You could solve world hunger with $6 billion. 
and he said if the UN can openly give him a plan and of like you know the breakdown financially of what that entails that he will sell six billion dollars worth of his Tesla stock and try to solve world hunger um, he's stating it's gonna cost way more than that and especially to sustain it but man I love Elon Musk he's such a fucking hero like you know he's a, you know seems like a fucking cool guy like just a cool fucking genius um i know unfortunately him and his wife split recently which is fucking shit crack but i'd say for people like of his intelligence i reckon it's so difficult to keep a relationship like you know he's so many projects tesla spacex he's creating you know um electricity fields in australia and stuff you know it's just I'd say he just doesn't have time for it. He really doesn't. Um, and I'm not too sure. I'm sure he's a great dad and stuff to his son, but I I just wouldn't say someone like that just has a lot of time. You know, he's. I think the richer you you get, the the kind of currency you use is time. You know, like do you have time to sit down for half an hour for lunch? You probably don't. Um, do you have time to do to help your son with your homework? Like definitely not. I would say. Um, but it's definitely interesting. I mean, if 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 like the UN came out with a plan and Musk was like, "Yeah, cool, that's fine, I'll do it," that'd be insane, It'd be absolutely crazy. Do want to switch it? I suppose for a second, I'm going to maybe talk about like some sport for a while, um, just because it's Monday morning here now when I'm recording this, and uh, Spurs have sacked Nuno, and it looks like they're bringing in Conte, which. For me, is just shows again just an extreme incompetence in the United board not to fire Ali after getting smashed five 0 by Liverpool and bring in a competent manager that will turn our season around. Now it looks like we kind of have to stick with Ali now because who the fuck would we bring in? Like, you know, Rodgers is being talked about, but like he's in a Leicester job. He's not gonna just quit in November of 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 the Premier League season to come to United. Same with Ten Hag, like with, with, with Ajax and there's talk of Gareth Southgate, which I hope is just utter nonsense because he's the worst fucking manager. He has one of the best English teams of all time and he still nearly fucking bottled it numerous times with his selections and everything. Um and I, I suppose ultimately did bottle it when it came to the final. So um, and another thing though, I was just talking to Phil Lads there, Jordan Connor, and we were saying how how the fuck does it work that a manager can get fired from a job? So he signed a three year deal, and then he does a shit job to the point that they need to fire him, but yet gets the money for the rest of the contract. Like that doesn't follow any sort of real life rules. Imagine if everyone that we knew signed a contract with work. Some work would probably give you a 10 year contract because they want you in that job for a long time. And I did such a piss poor job that I got fired. And then I then get paid out for the remaining 10 years and I'm free to go and get another job in the meantime. So I'm pretty much getting a double salary. Like it makes no sense. It really doesn't. Um, 
you know, it's crazy. But I mean, like, you know, Nuno, Nuno got um, ten million pounds, and he was he was been the Spurs manager for four months, just under four months, which is just insane. Like insane. He did a job for four months with shit that got fired, and then is getting paid out the remainder of his contract. It makes no sense to me now. But yeah, I mean, big fuck up from United's point of view. Um, not getting Conte. Like, you know, do I think that he's a long-term manager? No. But he's a manager to get us back to the top and then bring in someone like a Den Haag or someone um, down the line. Because, you know, I think Conte, his you know, his history is, you know, it's fairly... gets to a team, does well, falls out with the board, and probably rightly so, quits. You know? Did it with Chelsea. Did it with, like, with like Inter Milan. So I can see him doing that with United as well, you know, turning our, like, you know, if he did come, he's obviously going to go to Spurs. But I mean, I think anywhere he goes, it's 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 one to two years max with him. But what he can get you for those one to two years is, you know, invaluable. Like he brought Chelsea from 10th, 10th, I think the first, without changing anything, came in in like December um, and changed it around. Lampard came in then afterwards, a bit of a shit show, and now Tuchel is back with Chelsea again, and they're looking insane again. And yeah, it just it just it just shows honestly, like you know, all the rival fans are shouting for Oli to stay for another few months, and I think that just that that alone just shows that he shouldn't be there, uh, and how incompetent that board and the Glazers are in United is the biggest issue we have. It's not Ollie, it's not the manager, it's not the coaching staff as much as they are to blame. It's the board, man. Like Ollie should have been sacked after the five nil loss. Simple as that. Like like I'd be confident in saying Klopp is the best manager in the world right now. If United rocked up to Anfield and beat them five nil there'd be people shouting for his head as well. And rightly so. I'm not saying he'd get fired. He wouldn't because of the great job he's done. But there'd be fucking questions asked. And Oli is shit. Terrible manager has done nothing. Has just gotten smashed by Leicester 4-2. Then smashed by um, Liverpool. And we were losing 2-0 to Ad- uh, Atalanta with, a, with a, you know, a big comeback, which was a great win. But again, it was a fluky comeback. It, it, like you know, he if he lost if he lost those three in a row, would he have gotten the chop? I don't know, man. It just seems like we're scared to sack Ollie. And the biggest issue was Conte was there for the taking, and now Conte is gone. He's gone to Spurs. He's now one to eight, I believe, in terms of odds to go. So it looks like it is going to happen in the next few hours, and it's frustrating. It really is. I mean, like United pretty much nearly have to stick with Ollie now because there's no one else. Like I, I don't under, if if you sack Ollie, who the fuck else do you get for the rest of the year? Like, do you put in another interim ex player which hasn't fucking worked in the past? Um, no, I think you have to bring in a good manager, and that doesn't mean the biggest name because it doesn't always work out. But I mean, you know, Conte was there for the taking. And as much as I think the board were just scared to hire him because they knew that if they hired him, they wouldn't be able to hide. He'd demand certain things 
full transparency to you know transfers he signs off he picks the players he wants and there's no you know oh, we just want this person because he'd bring the club in more jersey sales which has pretty much been our tactic for the last five years and yeah i just it's just absolute nonsense really uh, i'm fucking pissed off um you know it's just it's insane. Just Ollie not to get the chop after that loss to, to Liverpool just makes absolutely no sense to me. I think any of the top four managers, if they got smashed that hard, there'd be a long, hard look at them. And all the rest of the managers are doing a good job. Ollie's doing an awful job. He's tactically inept. He has no game plan. The coaching is non existent for the players, and you can see that. Like, the players are having moments of, of, of brilliance, and I think that's when we're scoring goals. We don't have a build-up play. It's never the same. When Liverpool knock the ball around, they do the same style of build-up. Even though it's the same style, you, kill, you still can't stop it. Same with Chelsea, same with Man City. They have a tactic. They have a game plan. United just, honestly, man, vibes FC. It's just fucking, you know... And I think we're lucky that we have decent caliber players like Bruno, Ronaldo, Cavani, you know, that is creating these moments. But that's all we are. We're just moments FC. Moments and vibes FC. Like that, you know, it's not going to cut it against big team like Liverpool. And that's what was found out. People said, oh, but Maguire played really badly and Shaw played really badly. No. Liverpool fucking destroyed us. End of story. And they were without like three or four of their starting players as well. And, you know, it's embarrassing as a fan. I, I was laughing. I was delighted because I was like, that's Ali gone. Surely has to be him gone. Has to be him gone. And there he is fucking smiling near the end of the game. Man, that pissed me off more than anything. This smiling bullshit is fucking nonsense. Um, and it's just crazy. They, they didn't sack him. Conte was there. And now they're going to lose him to, to, to Spurs. It's just another incompetence from the United board. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. Um, another United legend, Paul Scholes, is having a pretty awful two weeks in the media. Um, for anyone who didn't see, he, there was a video of him biting his daughter's toenails. Which is just so fucking weird man like get nail clippers like i just don't understand it i really don't like he just a picture of him gnawing on her fucking big toe like it's like disgusting and then if things couldn't get worse for him he was just videoed getting a lap dance in a strip club which i have no issues with but man, it's just, it's just a, been a bad two weeks for Paul's goals. Um, he's been bang on with Oli in terms of what he's been saying. He's saying Oli should get the sack. He's not good enough, clearly. And you have Rio and Gary Neville who have this stupid, blind loyalty towards Oli. And oh, he's at the wheel, give him a chance. But it just makes no fucking sense, man. It makes no sense. Um, yeah, I, I suppose do another round of you know sports updates i saw there that tom brady has now thrown more tds in his 40s than in his 20s which is absolutely insane uh, now to be fair i know brady didn't really start hitting the heights until maybe his 30s um, with the pats and stuff but i mean jesus to throw more touchdowns in your 
40s and you're 20 like you would think you're in your prime in your late 20s to early 30s so that's a crazy crazy stat um still hurts obviously i'm a i'm a pats fan um and you know it's uh it's frustrating it's hard to see him be you know doing so well outside of a team with the patriots um and yeah the pats just don't seem to be on it too much this year they're not definitely not bad um, they've been winning the last few weeks, but they just don't like. I don't see them being able to to compete with the uh, with 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 the big boys this year. But no doubt they'll they'll go into the playoffs and they'll get probably you know deep into the playoffs because they always do. But um, I can't see it going any further than that. Um, another thing I saw was Tommy Fury and Jake Paul. Their fight is finally finalized for December eighteenth. Um, and um, Tommy Fury's coach, um, Tyson Fury's dad, I believe, is his coach. And he said if he doesn't knock out Jay Paul, he's not going to coach him again. He's not, he's, he's, he's not allowing Tommy to, to ever box again because it's an absolute joke. Um, I mean, look, Joe, Jake is, is a good boxer. I'm, I'm sure he's put in a lot of hours, a lot of hours. But... You know, being realistic about it, does should Tommy knock him out pretty easily in the first round? Yes, he should. Now, will he? I don't know. I really don't. Like you would think, this is the end of the line for 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 Jake Paul and his boxing career, but I don't know, man. And like the thing is, like if Jake genuinely beats a boxer, I don't really think Jake has fought a boxer yet. Um, if he walks through Tommy Fury, man, you know he's going to be calling out the likes of Conor McGregor and other people, you know, it's just, it's a joke. Um, you know, he's getting, I think he's he's definitely inflating his, his numbers with how much he's getting, but he's probably getting five to 10 million a fight, which is fucking insane. So, you know, I don't blame Tommy Fury for entertaining it because i mean from his point of view it should be an easy fight should be an easy win easy easy knockout and he gets like five or six million for doing it how bad but um i don't know man it's it's just seems so fucking strange to me all this people all these influencers twitch girls youtubers and just making fat stacks like the tiktokers and stuff like you see they're they're living in like 15 20 million dollar homes in like la and stuff it's like jesus christ man um you know i wish i started doing streaming or podcast when i was like 16 i'd probably be a millionaire by now but yeah sadly not um hopefully my shiba coin will uh will come good in in in, in the next few years but um I don't know, yeah, like, speaking of McGregor, I know there's been a lot of back and forth with Conor McGregor um, on Machine Gun Kelly. They had, like, they, they were at, like, some awards thing, um, and apparently, like, McGregor threw a drink at them or something like that. And then McGregor was on fucking crutches, so he couldn't do anything, but, like, man, I'm sure Machine Gun Kelly, like, you think he's 6'5 or 6'6? He's a tall lad. Um, and I'm sure he probably thinks he's tough with all his tattoos and, you know, 
probably like against a regular person versus a regular person he might do well in a fight i don't think these people understand the difference between a normal person who even say a normal person who does boxing or jiu-jitsu versus a professional fighter conor mcgregor is probably probably 40 pounds lighter than machine gun kelly realistically and he would absolutely kick the living shit out of him with ease with ease as well um so i just find it hilarious machine gun kelly's been going on podcasts and spouting off talking shit and look it's at the end of the day it's just a pr spin it's trying to get your name out there and you know be, be like relevant he's going out with megan fox and you know fair play lad like you're shagging one of the hottest girls on the planet like fair play to but i mean that's not a road you want to go down trust me mcgregor would absolutely kick the living shit out of you with ease as well so definitely not something you want to go down um but look nothing's gonna come out anyway it's just all fucking chat pr spin but um and yeah Anyway, look, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll suppose I'll, uh, I'll leave it there. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, again, apologies about not having a guest, but look, I said I just come on, chat some shit about the different current events that are happening. Please don't take offense by anything I've said. My opinions are my own, and you can, you're free to have your own opinions on on different things. Um, you know, it was similar with the Dave Chappelle stuff. Like, you know, it's just my opinion. I'm just a stupid person here talking shit. You know to the to the sound microphone so please don't take any any offense by it and uh please give me a a, a like and a follow on on instagram so at underscore brewcast and uh yeah you know if you listen to this or feel like you maybe think someone could be a good guest on please let me know um i've been reaching out to a lot of people trying to get you know guests lined up it just seems to be like everyone's very busy uh, i reached out to the two johnnies i reached out to tommy tiernan and hector uh, I reached out to a few like YouTubers and stuff. Um, everyone just seems to be really, really busy, or I suppose doesn't really have the time for me. Sure, you know it's fair. It's fair enough. I'm I'm an absolute nobody, but um, I will have more guests coming up. I know, as I said, J- Jess is probably going to come on the podcast uh, next week. One of the girls I know here from uh, Toronto, she's originally from Australia. Um, and yeah, thanks again for listening. I appreciate all all the people who are listening and still following the podcast, even though it's been fairly. Uh, hit or miss in terms of coming up every every week and uh, uploading but that's what i'm trying to fix by having these kind of you know personal rants on current events even if i don't have a guest on so once again big thanks for listening and i will see you again next week